What's good, everyone? G Money Stacks, aka Lonely Nomad, aka the Greginator, aka the Rookie of New York, and I want to talk to you about Anchor and my show. Anchor is a free hosting site and phone app which is owned by Spotify. It's the easiest, awesome way to make a podcast. Why are you wasting your money paying for a hosting site to promote your podcast with limited storages? Forget about it. I'll explain. There's creation tools that allow you to record, edit, monetize, add music intros, music outros, uploading episodes with unlimited storages of your podcast right from your phones, computers, laptops, and tablets. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Plus, you get sponsorships. It's everything you need to make a podcast, including the listeners supporting your show. That way, you can listen to the episodes of my show off the Meat Rat Change New York podcast, the unfiltered comedy show about the stories mixed with entertainment, music, real life segments, and much more. Now, where can you find, follow, and listen to the show, you ask? You can follow the podcast on Facebook and Instagram, which is off the Meat Rat Chains NY podcast, alongside with my Instagram handle, gmoneystacks555 in Queens, and Queens, New York. To spell it out is O-F-F-T-H-E-M-E-A-T-R-A-C-K-C-H-A-I-N-Z, N-Y-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, all in one word. Now, streaming platforms, in case you missed any of the episodes. We are on Anchor, Audio Burst, Breaker, Podorama, Listen Notes, Spotify, Stitcher, Deezer, Podchaser, Pocket Cast, Podcast Addict, Player FM, TuneIn, Google Podcasts. And please don't forget that Off the Meat Rat Change New York podcast is on Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. If you have a dream of creating and becoming a podcaster like myself and individual friends that is co-hosting with me, go download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Take advantage of the opportunity that's thrown in your face. If I could do it and reach success, so can you. Let's go.
Okay, okay. One, two, three, five, four, three, two, one. Good evening, new listeners, current listeners, all around the world, including Canada, the USA, areas of Long Island, including the five boroughs of Brooklyn, Bronx, Manhattan, Staten Island, and Queens. This is your host with the most, G Money Stacks, aka Lonely Nomad, aka The Greginator, aka Rookie Podcaster of Queens, New York. Wow. And you are now tuning in and listening to Off the Meat Rack Chains New York Podcast, episode 30. How about that? Yeah. This deserves a round of applause right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, man, so you were saying before, like, what were you saying before? Well, first, I want to let everybody know that your boy B Live is back. I've been trying to take care of myself. You know, I got my hair growing. I'm trying to get the afro for it to come out, get the the top braided a little bit, and then cut the sides. That's the look I'm going to go for. You feel wait, me? You tr- wait, you're trying to get like a high top fade? Well, not so much a high top fade, but I'm going to get a taper where they tape up the, these sides, the, the edges, and then I'm going to let the top grow out. And I'm like, you know, I'm going to let it grow out a little bit. So, you know, let it grow out. How big of an afro are you trying to get? Because uh, Lulu's is a little is a little bigger than yours. Yeah, I know. I see. But <laughs> as, as much as God will allow my hair to grow, that's how long I'm going to let it grow. <laughs> oh, man. You feel me? And I've been gone for the last couple of weeks. And within that time, a lot of things have happened. Uh, we saw my boy Canelo Alvarez, the boxer. At 168, super middleweight, he went up there and got his third belt. Now all he needs is one more belt, and he will be the undisputed super middleweight champion of the world. Mm. It's a beautiful look. Yeah, speaking of undisputed champion of the world, if you guys missed any previous episodes, don't worry. All you got to do is subscribe to the YouTube channel, G Money Stacks 555. Click the notification bell so you can be notified and reminded on when the show goes on the air. And please, please like, leave a comment on the episodes and the topics alongside with downloading your favorite episodes. And don't forget, and be sure to share the, the podcast with your friends along with the other streaming platforms, which I will review at the end of the show. So, now, finish what you were saying. No, no, that's it. You know, that's that's all my boy Canelo Alvarez. He's out there trying to get that last belt at 168. Um, anyone who, who who's into boxing, it's a great time to get into boxing. We have people trying to become the undisputed champion. And those type of things make me happy as a boxing fan. We're starting to see the best fight the best. Oh man, you know, now that we're in the, 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 the boxing department, um I do want to get to the the uh, the whole Floyd Mayweather Floyd Mayweather thing. Now, I took your hat. <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious, right? <laughs> I was like, "What the hell's going on here?" <laughs> oh man, what if somebody try to take your do rag, man? What would you do? Ain't no. First of all, this is a first of all, this is a wave cap. It's a scully. A wave cap? 
Yeah, Scully Way Cap actually. I hear that. I really wear do rags like that though, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and speaking of undisputed championships, so I don't know if you heard that um Floyd Mayweather's boxer company is filing a lawsuit for $120 million. Um hold that thought, man. I do have a sound effect for this one. <laughs> I didn't even get the cha- I didn't even get the cha-ching sound effect though, man. But I mean, <laughs> I'll do that after the show, though. <laughs> Damn, man! While I look while I'm looking for the, the the cha-ching sound effect, though, man. Like, um, cha-ching money in the bank. I want to actually get your thoughts on the 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 the, the whole crazy idea of logan paul fighting um mayweather and stuff mm. the and you know everybody was talking because i know everybody was talking about how because as we were discussing in episode 26 previously and i know your phone went dead central on me while we i was talking with um robbie and uh aka awesome cookie and soul live um I wanted to get your t- your thoughts on the whole crazy idea of Logan Paul f- fighting with Floyd Mayweather, who is supposedly a retiree and stuff. Like, like, I don't know. Do you think this is a good exhibition match? I think it's just an exhibition match. I think, uh, what is it, Logan? Logan Paul, right? Yeah, his brother. What's his brother's name? Um, I don't Jake even know. Paul. Jake Paul. Jake Paul. So, I mean, if it's gonna make dollars, then then and obviously it's going to make sense. So um, I'm not looking down on it. Like you said, it's an exhibition match. Um, yeah, but my thing, yeah, but, mm-hmm. yeah, but like these two rookie motherfuckers are basically, you know, YouTubers, and yeah. and and you know they like to talk a lot of shit though, man, to some people. Right? They funny sometimes. Sometimes they're funny. <laughs> I laugh at them sometimes. I ain't gonna lie. Oh shit. <laughs> oh my goodness, man! And I tell you what, I got a little cousin, my little man, Makai. Shout out to Makai. He's what thirteen years old, and he doesn't really know anything about boxing. But he followed that KSI match that he had with Logan, or was it Jake? I think it was Jake, right? <laughs> and they Somewhat. had rap videos sure. going back and forth at each other, and he mm-hmm. was listening to the rap videos, so. The kids around that age group, they definitely going to like it. I think it's a move for Floyd Mayweather so that he could be relevant toward those people so that, you know, people like my little cousin that's 13 years old, 14 years old, know about him. Mm. It's a way of staying relevant. <laughs> unless it's, unless, unless somebody, unless that, unless he's doing it for like fucking clickbait. I'm sure he is. Hell yeah. Everything is done for clickbait nowadays. <laughs> Living in that world, right? Do things for clickbait <laughs> because they're desperate for attention, just like these motherfuckers on TikTok. Mm-hmm. And then, and the crazy thing is, I don't even mess with Clubhouse. I was kind of disappointed when the shit wasn't for Android users; it was only for iPhone users. What's Clubhouse? It's another social media app where you where you have to get invited to certain rooms and some shit like that mm. and then it'll be like random it'll be like random strangers in there and shit 
I'm like, I'm not too sure if I'm, I'm not too sure about that one right there. But there's some podcasters that actually put their their show on Clubhouse. But I'm like, I don't know, man, because because it's gonna be hard for people to rewatch the episodes and stuff like that. So I ain't want to go that route. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's why with the other podcast that I'm trying to put out, summer 2021, it's gonna be for Twitch TV since I have a Twitch account and stuff. So. Um, we'll see what's going on with the because I'm still looking for talkative people to co-host with me and stuff like that. Because this is like a it's like a review show of music artists and you know movies, our favorite TV shows and whatnot and stuff like that. So um, you ever think about going to Craigslist? Maybe people apply to you from Craigslist. Whoa, 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 whoa! Not Craigslist, man. Did you scared of Craigslist? This, 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 fucking predators on there, man. I ain't with what? that shit, man. You're a forty year old man. You talking about predators? What you worried about? What type of predators? Correction, be live. I'm thirty six. Now I'm saying you almost forty. I didn't say you was forty. So you have almost a thirty seven year old man, and you're scared. What type of predators are you afraid of? Online predators. When could they possibly that do that? Do that that do crazy heinous crimes and stuff like 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 for instance like mm-hmm. there's pedophilia with with all these crazy <laughs> online users and shit, man. Trying to do right, harm to that. people, but you're not a child, man. You know it don't matter. It don't matter. It don't matter. You mean tell me you're not scared of predators, especially those breaking into your crib and shit? I mean, Come on, son. No, I'm worried about that, but I'm not afraid of you know <laughs> a person that's in, you know that's interested in twelve year olds hollering at me online. Oh, rusty ass man. You don't want me. <laughs> if I was a woman, I would be afraid because we've seen these type of things happen. Uh, that we had that guy from um, I think they called him the Craigslist killer. Remember that guy? Oh boy, you remember him or no? I heard about it actually. Yeah, so he was setting up dates and and killing people. So if I was a woman, I would definitely be afraid. And if I was on those dating sites, <laughs> I would definitely be wary of some women that mm-hmm. uh, attempt to make you meet them at random isolated locations. You know, it just sounds like a setup to me. Um, <laughs> you know, oh, we shit. gain some trust. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So I get yeah. it. I understand, but you know, you're doing uh real legit business. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, before we even get to the Floyd Mayweather shit, I want to get your your thoughts on something. When people say that the phrase "building a brand," do you necessarily have to have a merch to sell to people? No, not at all. You could build the brand without merchandise. You have to have uh, something that attracts people to your brand because, you know, what are you branding if you don't have a product or service? You know, Um, let's say I'm branding myself. Uh, My service may be providing people with uh, Internet videos that they laugh off of, videos that people like to um, look at and think about uh, Mm -hmm. stuff like that. But at the same time, you definitely need something to uh, back up your branding. even if you're branding yourself, you know, you, you got to brand yourself as something. So you have to have something, uh, not necessarily merchandise. How do you feel about it? I mean, I mean, um, 
Because I bring this, I, I brought it up because um of the fact that you've been doing in the loop radio for years, and and I'm and I kind of knew that you guys kind of built the merch out of it, like hoodies and stuff. No, nah, we didn't. We had um one out guest that came through. They gave us a couple of gifts, and um it was official. You know, I definitely uh, love that. Uh, what we did do was our uh, logo. Uh-huh. We got someone to design the logo, uh-huh. and uh, that's what we used to put on all the videos. But other than that, we didn't have any merchandise. Uh. So how is In The Loop Radio slash In The Loop Sports considered a product if you're not if you're not selling it to, to people that's listening and stuff? No, I'm saying, what's the definition of merchandise? You got you got a thing up there? A merchandise? Yeah, a definition of a merchandise? Yeah, what's your definition of merchandise? Well, my definition of a merchandise would have to be related to a product that you're trying to sell. Like, let's say clothes, wristbands, <laughs> headbands, hats. Those are, the, those are the things that I consider merchandise. Yeah. I guess, yeah, that, exactly. So, you know, we didn't have none, none of that. We didn't have any of that, but what we did have was a show. So that yeah. could be dope. And you, and, you provided, and you provided full episodes on YouTube. Exactly. So, you know, the definition of merchandise is goods to be sold. Then, yes, we did have merchandise. I guess in order to build your brand, you definitely have to have merchandise. See, I was looking at merchandise as being like clothing or hats and things like that, but mm-hmm. no, any of that. We did have uh, a show, and uh, we did provide interviews and entertainment for people. So yeah, we I definitely I guess we we had merchandise. Yeah, yeah. You know? I see. Um, <laughs> speaking of which, you probably heard what happened with Lo- with um, Floyd Mayweather's company. Um, Floyd Mayweather says Logan Paul fight was supposed to go down in Dubai, but the org, the organization, which is, yeah, he teamed up with to put on the event, dropped the ball, and now his company is suing for more than $120 million. Mm. Mm. <laughs> That's a chunk of money. <laughs> a lot of money, hundred twenty million, bro. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, I don't even. Yeah, I wouldn't really know what I would do with that type of money, man. Can you? You can't. Hell no! I think about it sometimes, though. <laughs> I mean, would you? You thought about building like a studio to record your your shows and stuff? Well, it's interesting that you say things like that, G Money Stacks, because uh, we all we all because you're the radio guy. That's why (laughs) you know exactly, and and that's legend. Because like you know, I look at it like this: if I was rich right now, let's say I did have 120 million dollars and didn't have to work, you know what I would still do? Make internet videos for people because this is things that that make me happy. So yeah, definitely. If I had money, I would build the studio and I would try to put. Long Island people on. I would put a whole like I would start hosting live streams like this, uh, giving uh, people uh, access to that type of thing because I like editing videos. So I would just you know be like, yo, I got a studio over here, it's free. If you got a show that you want to get off the road, 
um, come to my studio. I'll film it for you for free, edit your videos to see you blow up. You know, I never wanted to be the main guy out there with people seeing my face. That's I don't want that. I want to be that guy behind the scenes, man. <laughs> you know, recording, editing videos and doing stuff like that. Just, all you see is my name, In The Loop Films. You're like, who the hell is In The Loop Films? Mm. You know? Yeah. That's how I have it. How about you? Me? Man, if I I don't know, like with me, if I had 120 million dollars, shit, I I wouldn't. Wow, that's a, that's a tough one. For, that's a tough one for me. Mm -hmm. I'll probably maybe maybe use part of the money for you know you know part of it for bills, which is important. <laughs> Not to mention. Not to mention, you know, I'm like I said before, like I'm not a type of person who's gonna sell out for money. Mm -hmm. And when we spoke about the whole fame shit, like I didn't want to, I didn't want to be famous. I wanted to be, you know, like you said, you wanted to be appreciated and and you know recognized for, you know, the types of th the types of stuff that you like to do as far as live streams and stuff. That's what you provide to people that's wa that's watching your stuff, not just on YouTube, but then you got Twitch, which is a bigger avenue because it's not just for gamers. It I know I actually took a look at this. You got DJs that's doing you know music playlists and stuff like that, and you got people that's doing talk shows and podcasts on Twitch, which I didn't know about that. <laughs> I was like, damn, you. this Thank is like a whole big avenue. <laughs> I got a Twitch channel too, man. You know, I, I haven't posted a video up there, but I am going to start posting MLB the show videos, me and Ace. And I got other few cousins that's going to come on there, but I didn't know, like you just said, I didn't know Twitch was, uh, had other videos and shows and things like that. I didn't know that. It's not just for video gamers. Mm -hmm. I was trying to look for the. I was trying to look for the um the, the the category about sports. I think they have something like that over there too. I'm sure they do. They probably got to sports. Sports is a topic that everybody likes speaking about. Yeah, exactly. I mean, summer 2021 is over. Is a, is almost here. Exactly. I mean, it's already baseball season. <laughs> and the basketball playoffs about to start. Football. They uh they will start soon. So uh, it's going to be big. I'm you know what else you... is going to be a sport? What? All these beautiful women's walking down the street once we get up out of this lockdown. Jesus That's Christ. That's not a sport, B-Live. It, looking at booty is a sport, kid. You know, How's that a sport, sport man? It's a sport, son. Being a, listen, being a rubbernecker is not a sport, B-Live. But I'm not saying hockey is, a, hockey is a sport. Listen, I'm not saying breaking your neck. You, look at them. <laughs> you know, you got to be slick with it. You know what I mean? I can see you two blocks down. I can see the booty coming out like this. You know what I'm saying? I'm getting my looks in. When you pass me, in my, I ain't looking at you. I, you don't even know I'm looking at you. That's the okay. same thing women do. Women women be checking you out, but you would never know it. Okay. Let's say you, let's say you look at a woman and you notice that she has no neck. What will you do about that? <laughs> Like, god damn, look at this no neck chick right here. How you got a how you got a Chipotle booty ass and and you have no neck? Right. If you got a fat no neck. You know how she look, I might mess with her, son. 
You know? <laughs> oh, man. A, you know, I exchanged a neck for a fatty. <laughs> <laughs> we just cracked. We just cracked. Oh shit! Nah, I remember when I was in high school, and I was like, "What a between a sophomore, junior, and a senior, right?" Mm-hmm. Um, there was this one. This is one girl, and and some of the guys, including myself, we looking at her, and and we noticed that she has no neck. Uh, I was you, like, "Yo." Wait, wait, wait. What you mean how she got no happen? neck? Like how did she got a small neck, uh, a little <laughs> neck, or just no neck? What are you talking about, man? She had no neck. <laughs> she had no neck, son. Oh man, you can ba- you can barely see you can barely see her shit though, man. How she look? <laughs> how she look though? Um, <laughs> let's just say, let's just say. Let's just say she got a big, she got, she got, she got a big booty, but then she has no neck, though, man. So. Was, she cute? was she cute in the face? <laughs> Let me tell you something, man. She was, she was darker, she was darker than charcoal, and this, and this fucking phone case that I have right here, man. Okay, that's a good thing, man. That's a good thing. We love dark skinned women over here. Man. You know what I'm saying? I love them straight from the motherland, burnt chocolate. That's darker than chocolate man. from the. George Foreman Grill. <laughs> I love him. Black as can be, son. I said, I like him. Oh, shit. <laughs> but you say um, she wasn't cute. She wasn't cute or no? <laughs> he shook his head and said, no. Okay, so no neck chick that don't look good, but she got a fatty. Uh, I don't know about that one, G-Money Stack. I don't know about that one, man. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, what, God, man. But how would you? But how would you react if you saw a woman that had no neck, even though she has a fucking Chipotle booty? Right, <laughs> Depends on what I saw first. If I saw the booty first, I might look twice. If I saw the no neck first, I ain't gonna look back. You know what I mean? So, well, it ain't. Well, it ain't. Well, it ain't like. Well, it's not like the gross. It's not like you're gonna eat the shit like groceries and shit. <laughs> no, you took it to a whole nother level, but I doubt that. You know, I mean, I oh shit! Yeah, man. Speaking of speaking of a whole new level, TMZ Sports obtained the lawsuit filed by Mayweather Pro- Promotions, alleging a company called Pack Entertainment Worldwide approached them about hosting the event in Dubai at an undisclosed date in 2021. Damn, Dubai is too far from the U.S. That's like a fucking... I don't know how many hours is that on the flight. A lot. <laughs> Yo. Yeah. Mayweather Promotions claim, PAC claimed to have numerous business con- contacts in Dubai and had the financial wherewithal and cap- capability to fight Excuse me to host a fight of this magnitude. Most importantly, Mayweather Promotion says PAC presented financial projections estimating the fight could generate guaranteed amounts for each participant, plus result in the promoters earning more than 100 million profits after covering all purses and expenses. Ooh. 
This is going to get a sound effect for this one. <laughs> and another one. Mm. Yeah. Um, okay. Mayweather Productions admit it was impressed with the pitch and claims it ultimately signed a deal requiring PAC to pay a minimum guaranteed of $100 million on a prescribed payment schedule. Wow. Mayweather Productions claimed the first payment of $30 million was due on March 25th, 2021. But the money never came. That sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Mayweather Productions claims this mispayment triggered a clause allowing MP to terminate the deal while still requiring PAC to fork up the full $110 million. Mm. So he's saying he's not fighting. Um... I'm not sure about that one. <laughs> yeah, that's a hard one right there to, to swallow right there, though. I think he thought the team like it wasn't the, it wasn't as much interest as he thought it was in that fight. Now he probably trying to back out. Yeah, sorry about that. This was supposed to be um damn damn money sound. But anyway, I <clears throat> anyway, man, how you feel about that? It seems like he's trying to back out because uh, the money ain't there. You know, <laughs> the only reason why he was doing it probably was for the money and what he could earn. And now that you see, you know, the interest not there, maybe he just want to back out because he don't think he'll make as much as he thought he would make. Yeah, but it sounds like sounds like a sounds like a rip off to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Well, I wouldn't pay to see that fight. I'll tell you that now. I knew Floyd was always one of my favorite fighters, but I'm not paying to see him fight either. Poor brother. Logan, <laughs> Jake, I don't, you know, it don't matter to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, don't nobody care about that. Because <laughs> not none of us motherfuckers got pay-per-view or fire stick. I got a fire stick. <laughs> you got fire stick? Nah, some someone told me about it actually, mm-hmm. and someone actually mentioned that it's probably better than Netflix. Well, uh, there's certain um, apps you could download where you could get the stuff that they put on Netflix too. You feel me? Mm. So I, well, I would say it's better than Netflix. I like Netflix though. I like both of them. Mm. But which one would you say is better? Like, as far as, you know, movies and TV shows? Mm. I would say that the uh, fire, the fire stick is better. Because you get more stuff. Netflix, you can't get Amazon stuff on. You can't get uh, certain movies on. With the uh, fire stick, you can get movies that haven't, you know, that's that came out. You can also get a lot of Netflix stuff. So I would definitely say that. Even the ones on um, HBO Plus and Amazon Prime, you could get down Fire Stick. Some of them, not everything, but you can get a lot. <laughs> you can get a lot. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, man. And speaking and speaking of a lot, in the suit, Mayweather promotions claimed they were left scrambling to make new fight plans and ultimately worked out a deal to move the fight to Miami on June 6th. Mm. Mayweather promotion is suing for breach of contract and demanding at least $122.6 million in damages. Jesus. Yo, that's that has to be crazy, but that's a like that's a lot of money you asking for right here, man. Hold on. And that's crazy too, man. That's a lot. <laughs> Damn, that's a lot though, man. <laughs> Damn, man. It just almost seems like it just almost seems like um seems like Floyd Mayweather is being extorted. You trying to seem like he's being extorted? Yeah, over money. Oh. His company. Yeah. No. You don't think he's you don't think he's, it sounds like he's being extorted? Like Floyd is being extorted? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know. I could be wrong. No, I mean in terms of in terms of like how can I put this? You have another company. That didn't pay Floyd Mayweather's company. Yeah. And and it seems to me this been it seems to me that it sounds like it's it's some dirty scheme to not actually, you know, pay to pay Floyd's company. It sounds like a dirty mind trick. A dirty mind fuck to be exact. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it's I mean, it is what it is. You know, Floyd is suing them now, so. Uh, if he, if the contract said that they were supposed to give him a certain amount at a certain time and they didn't do that, and if there's no, uh, you know, exclusions to that contract, then Floyd will have a case and he will win that uh, lawsuit. You feel me? Mm. So um, that's how I look at it. Yeah. I watch Judge Mathis every day, son. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> I'm about to go for the bar exam. So I'm about to apply to see if I could pass pass the bar exam, man. I watch Judge Mathis, Judge Judy. I love the judge shows, man. They be hilarious. They be funny as hell. You watch them? Not really, man. Yeah, watch some of the highlights, man. Judge Judy will give you the shh, shh, shh. She'll tell you the shh real quick, yo. She's <laughs> funny as hell. And Judge Mathis is hilarious. Judge Joe Brown, funny as hell. I watch all of them. Then they got the the, uh, the other court that's in New York. I, I forgot this. Judges. The People's Court went um People's Court, yeah, yeah, with um Judge Million and then and then Harvey that's her Evans. Name? Um, Judge Million. I like her, y'all. She funny. Yeah, you know who's you know the funniest on that show? What? The person who introduced the people that's uh about to go out. That the people that's uh, applying for charges. You ever see those guys? That's found. Oh. Listen to him. They'd like, they be like, uh, Bradley says that he was working. <laughs> so -so, <laughs> but he wasn't paid. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> It'd be hilarious how they talk. <laughs> I'd be like, damn, son. Mm. Gee, money stacks. I'm not so sure about that one right there, though. Man. Listen to them, yo. You'll be like, yo, he going in, son. 
<laughs> oh man. Yeah. Wait. I don't know. I don't know if I can imagine you being a judge though, man. I mean, I mean, of course there's gonna be some there's of course there's gonna be like some um some dirty politics being thrown mm. at you. So how do you how do you prepare for that? Hey, you gotta be on your uh you know, you gotta stand on your square, stand for something. If not stand in your squares. <laughs> And then you square, you feel me? And be for something. <laughs> you not. You don't allow that money and everything to sway you. you have some integrity. Stand on your character. Oh, no, man. Stand on your square. Oh, man. What do you mean by that? Man, you got to stick by your, your morals. <laughs> you got to stick by what you was raised on. And, you know, do what you feel is right. You know, stand on, stand on what you believe in. You know, oh, man. stand on your square, son. You don't stand on your square, G Money Stacks. I'm not sure what you're implying. I'm asking as far, you. As far as, as like, as, as far as like morals and stuff. Hey, people can't, you know, persuade you to do things that you know is wrong. You mean like somebody peer pressuring you to doing something that you're not comfortable doing? Mm-hmm. I mean, I had that in mind. For the past couple of years, what you mean by that? But, kid? but, it's, but, not to really, not to really jump the bandwagon here and shit like that. But there's some battles that's not gonna be easy to win, nice. and I say this from the token of my soul because there. The what it is, so you said the damn saying you going there and you really feel this, right? <laughs> really, this is what you really mean. Go ahead, man. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm in on it. Go ahead. Yeah, and I say and I say this from the token of my soul because you know a lot of times you got different you got different battles that we're facing right now. Like you, like like it's very hard to win all the battles knowing that there's knowing that there's dirty politics and, and crazy ass schemes going on and everything and and you know i'm not really one of those people who likes politics anyway because it's a dirty ass game it's a fact it's a dirty game like who want to be around dirty games like that down the whole community exactly i mean you can't please everybody in the in the in the, in the, in the, in the um in the black or whatever community it is any community because some because sometimes not every there's like i said to your previous guest um what is it big sap yeah like you can't please everybody man no matter what you do for your community and all that other stuff not everybody's gonna not everybody's gonna be happy about certain things exactly we got different ideas on what we think will improve the community. What you may think that this gonna improve the community, and then somebody else may look at it and be like, nah, son, I'm not rocking with that. <laughs> it creates conflict. So it's very, very, very uh it's you know, it's very cocky of someone to believe that they have the answers for for, for everybody. You know, <laughs> one of the things we gotta realize, we're living in a society. So we're calling this the United States of America. You feel me? In the United mm -hmm. States, we got different cultures from different places. Someone who lives on the East Coast may feel a different way than somebody who lives in the Northeast or the Southwest. Yeah. You know, we all have different approaches 
to society. But yeah, exactly, you call yourself a part of the United States, then you're <laughs> going to give yourself up to the majority. And we got a majority where 51% as opposed to 49%. And mm-hmm. with what 13 billion people living in America, 50 49 percent is all is a huge percentage of the people. That's 49 percent that's not gonna be happy. Mm. But once you sign up to be a part of something like the United States of America, you're basically giving away what you individually individually feel. You know, mm. now we gotta start feeling about the whole population as opposed to just how you single motherfucker who living in Brooklyn. You know what I mean? And East Flatbush may feel. Mm. I mean, it's not easy changing everybody's minds, though. I tell you that much. Right. Speaking of changing minds, in honor of Mental Health Awareness Month, um, I would like to actually, um, I forget what, I forget which time is this. Um, oh yeah. Mental stability. Now, um, there's some te- there's some importance of emotional stability that I like to look into right now on this website called LifeShowYouLiveIt.com. You're welcome to check out the website, and they'll give you more more tips on what I'm about to read. So here we go. I love listening to music on my way to work while working or just when i feel like chilling out i have a huge collection that that i have stored in my mobile phone and i'm so meticulous it's ridiculous (laughs) and it's so ludicrous ludicrous. (laughs) oh shit with them that i have set up multiple playlists that i would play depending on my mood it's been all automatic for me ever since so imagine the horror when my phone for some reason failed to recognize my memory card i did some troubleshooting on it but it looked like it was going to die a painful death and my impatience just wouldn't let it go wouldn't let me get let it go In my persistence to get it fixed immediately, I accidentally formatted my memory card, um, wiping out all eight gigabytes of music I've collected over the years. I almost fainted in disbelief um, that everything's gone. I mean, what the hell? Took me some time to accept the situation, but what can I do? I guess I just have to get them back again, seeing as I was so smart not to have a backup in my PC. I spent the weekend getting them back, and if there's a silver lining from this wild experience, I guess it's the fact that I can carefully choose the songs I want all over again and not waste my space with several of them that I don't really play a lot. There's that sense of excitement in going back to drawing board and collecting albums after albums of my favorite artists. Adversity strikes in moments we least expect and compared to the bigger ones we encounter, like losing the job, marriage or business, the experience I described above will 
definitely pale in comparison. I guess my point in telling you the story is that emotional stability plays a big role in leading a life of happiness. If this happened a long time ago, I would have been so disappointed. I would still persist in getting them back, even if I knew there was no way that's going to happen. But personal development has taught me to accept bad situations and move forward. Now, emotional stability helps you maintain your focus. Adversity has different effects on people, but when it does come in the moment you least expect it to, you tend to panic and more often than not do things that add to your list of things to worry about than actually coming up with a solution. Having emotional stability helps you maintain your focus no matter how difficult and challenging things may become. It helps you to stay in control regardless of the complexity of your circumstances. And more importantly, it helps you maintain your composure enough to help you think and analyze the situation and come up with a solution. Emotional stability keeps you confident. Rejection and criticism can shatter one's confidence easily. We're, we've all experienced not getting the job we applied for, which happened to me a couple of times. We've all been rejected by someone we liked. We've all been the recipient of harsh criticisms and I'll be a hypocrite to say that I didn't feel bad or had self-doubt after. This is where you appreciate having emotional stability because it is during these times when you need it the most. Having emotional stability helps you feel secure about yourself and your abilities that no amount of criticism or rejection can make you lose your self-confidence. While it is indeed painful to be rejected, it's not the end of the world, my friend. That's true. Yeah. Remember that people will always have something to something too bad to say about you, even if you are the kindest and friendliest person out here. Shit, I could attest to that. I've learned to manage my self-worth by living by one of my favorite Wayne Dyer quotes. Your opinion of me is none of my business. Emotional stability keeps you happy. I don't have a perfect life. None of us do. And that's a fact. Uh-huh. You're right. Every now and then, trials come to test my faith. Sometimes it takes me to the limit, but most of the time, it just makes me feel bad for a time, but it doesn't take long before I move on from it. This is one of the gifts of personal development. 
by reading book the books and listening to the speech of the likes of Jim Ron and Zig Zaglaw, I've developed emotional stability that that no matter how heavy and deliberating my circumstances become, I still manage to stay happy. In fact, I've never been this happy and excited my whole life. There's no blueprint or golden secret to do it through, though. Just learn to appreciate what you have. Be happy. Um, Wait. Just learn to appreciate what you have. Be happy with where you are. Be excited with the opportunities each day presents. And keep your dreams alive every day from the moment you wake up to the time you close your eyes at night. You are all good. Emotional stability helps you stay hopeful. Sometimes it does feel like things are never going to get better. You work so hard, but nothing's going right. You do everything you can to reach for your dreams, but nothing seems to work. Without emotional stability, you'll probably just forget about the whole thing and give up on your aspirations. Your impatience will get the best of you and you'll just quit because you've lost faith. Sheesh. Crazy. Emotional stability keeps you hopeful. It drives you to continue to push forward no matter how many times you fall. It helps you develop grit and you just won't stay down until you reach your goals. So what do you think about those tips for mental stability, B-Live? Does it relate to you? I mean, I think it relates to all of us. Um, Definitely a great article. <laughs> offered our great information and uh mental stability is definitely something that uh we need to practice um a lot of times when people go to prison and things like that it's always a second where they lost that mental stability where we make our worst decisions in this world you know when we get angry when we get depressed when we get sad when we get jealous uh, mental stability keeps us away from filling those extremes you know I can actually attest to that, though, man. And and this is where this is coming from. Mm. I can attest to that, though. How can you attest to that? How can you relate? Huh? How can you relate? Well, I can tell you this, though. Um, the fact that um, it's mental health awareness awareness check-in month i decided to you know give you a break because you probably have a lot of things going on emotionally speaking mm-hmm. and you know i didn't want to be the burden you know what i'm saying i mean nah, cool. as human beings we do go through things mm-hmm. and you know sometimes it takes longer for others to get out of a slump uh yeah it's a yeah it's a metaphor baseball term folks for being in a rut and hitting rock bottom. Mm-hmm. Slump. Yeah. That 
is what I can really attest to. But it takes time to get out of it, though. It's not going to happen one-shot deal. There's no shortcut to do it. Right. And speaking of which, I always wanted to talk about this topic, which which me and you were going to talk about, and it's in regarding to these annoying scammers on the fucking loose. <laughs> yes, sir. And I do, I'm gonna actually go on a tangent on on these so-called so-called promoters on Instagram. Well, I call them janky motherfucking promoters for a reason. So I'm gonna actually hold that thought until I read this article right here from today.com. Here's some 10 simple ways to avoid getting scammed. We all we are all targets and we are all vulnerable. Criminals across the country and around the globe, small time thieves and devious computer hackers, which I will talk about the whole computer hacking thing with the gas prices in the, in the near future of Georgia. So not, not here. So are working around the clock to steal your money and your personal information. There's nothing you can do to guarantee you won't get taken, but there are many things, some of them very simple, that can reduce the risk. Con artists and disreputable companies will do or say whatever it takes to get what they want. So you need to be vigilant because once you wire off money or give crooks your social security number the damage is done life in the digital age does not come with an undo button don't mind the plane folks in the background of my house though don't mind that as long as you can hear us that's what matters yep with most scams the warning signs are there if you look for them as we celebrate National Consumer Protection Week, it's a good time to review the ru- the rules. My 10 tips to fight fraud are based on 35 years of consumer reporting and talking to thousands of people who have been conned, scammed, or ripped off. Be skeptical. Question everything. Phone calls. Mancillitations. Email offers, links on social media, which I do attest to that, which somebody be hitting me up on fucking my podcast page to, to go in there shit. So I'll address that in a second. Don't take things at face value. Con artists know how to make their scams look and sound legitimate. They can doctor pictures, copy logos fake testimonials it's also easy to spoof caller id and create fake websites which reminds me of the scam likelies that everybody keeps getting on their phones and shit Mm. think it through and check it out before you respond in any way a phone call or a quick web search could keep you from losing thousands of dollars or giving out very personal information 
You can check out companies and offers with the Better Business Bureau, Federal Trade Commission, and National Fraud Information Center. Guard your personal information. Frosters use a variety of tricks to get you to divulge account numbers and passwords. They send bogus emails designed to look like it's from your bank and make calls pretending to be with your credit card company. There's always a reason that why they need your personal information. A common ruse is for a phone bandit to ask for your account number and pin to solve a computer problem or to stop fraudulent transactions spotted on your account. It doesn't matter what they say. Hang up. Those who need your account numbers, pins, or passwords already have them. They never call you or send you an email asking for them. When in doubt, contact the company in question by phone. Use a number you know to be legitimate from your statement or the phone book and ask what's up. Your social security number is the key to your life. A thief can use it to steal your money and your identity. Your social security numbers are also used to access many financial and medical records. So guard that number and only give it out when absolutely necessary to someone you know and trust. Beware of counterfeit checks. When you sell something online, never accept a check that's made out for more than the agree-upon price. Frosters will do that and instruct you to wire back the extra amount. The check may look legit, but it's counterfeit. The bank may tell you the check has cleared and the money is in your account but once that check is found to be bogus which could take weeks the bank will withdraw those funds from your account that means you'll be left holding the bag for all the money you wired off take your time don't let anyone rush you into making a purchase the buy now or else approach is designed to keep you from comparison shopping don't fall for it if they really really offering a bargain they don't have to high pressure you into buying on the spot if the salesperson tells you the price won't be good if you walk out the door turn around and leave get it in writing Verbal promises don't count. It doesn't matter what the salesperson tells you. The only thing that matters is what's written down. Most sales contracts specifically state the verbal promises are not binding. That's why you need to read, understand, and agree to the terms before you sign any contract. Be wary of all links and attachments. It's so easy to click on a link in a text, emails, or social media post. 
it's so tempting to open an email attachment, especially when the message says it's a shipping invoice or some other document you want to see. Frosters count on curiosity and that instant response to load malicious software onto computers, smartphones, and other mobile devices. And with shortened URLs, you really don't know where that link will take you. Maybe a malicious site run by the crooks, unless it's something you are expecting and know for sure who came, who it came from. Don't let it, don't open that attachment and resist the temptation to click any links. If you really want a prize, it's free. Never pay to play a contest or to claim a prize. If the contest is legitimate, you are not required to buy anything or pay any money to get your prize. That's the law. You don't have to send in a processing fee, pay shipping or handling charges, or provide your credit card or bank account numbers for any reason. And if you owe taxes on your prize, you pay them to the government, not the contest promoter. Remember, you can't win a contest you didn't enter. If someone says you did, they're lying. Don't be fooled by free merchandise offers or money back guarantees. Free is good, but be skeptical of ads that offer to send you a free sample. The initial, the initial product may be free, but they'll probably make you pay for shipping and handling. To cover that charge, you'll need to provide your credit or debit card number. Some dishonest companies then sign you up for additional monthly purchases, whether you realize it or not, which can be hard to stop. A money-back guarantee is designed to get you to make a purchase you might otherwise skip. That guarantee is only as good as the as the company that offers it. Sometimes the rules are so restrictive it's impossible to get a refund. For example, simply opening the package might void the offer. If you are allowed to return the product, you can expect to pay to ship it back. Use a credit card for online and mail order purchases. A credit card gives you better fraud protection than a debit card. Credit cards are governed by different federal rules. With a credit card, you can dispute an unauthorized charge and the credit card company must take that charge off your bill while it investigates. That's not always the case with a debit card. You can also dispute a credit card charge if the merchandise doesn't arrive or if it's defective and the company won't help you. Now, before I get your thoughts be live on this thing, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to go on a damn fucking rant about something that's been bothering me for the past couple of weeks. Right, do your thing, man. <clears throat> to all the podcasters out there that's make to that's making a post, and you have like random 
random, random, random janky promoters, whether it's like you know Emperor Records or any other janky promoter promoting sites and shit, telling you to promote your shit onto to their shit. Don't do it mm. because I noticed I- something that they have no website, they have no email whatsoever. Which indicates to me they are not fucking legit. Don't tell someone like a podcaster like me or any other podcaster on Instagram whatsoever to promote their stuff onto to a so-called company that they never even heard of. If you if you say you are a fucking company that's promoting this shit, where's your email? Where's your fucking phone number you're just doing all this shit to take advantage of people in a vulnerable state during the fucking slamdemic all for their money how is that how is that how how do you sleep at night knowing that you're ripping people off over their hard-earned money you know what i'm saying right it's fucking ridiculous and this is why i noticed that some shows some of the shows don't really talk about scammers. Mm. This podcast that, that we're doing right now, we're talking about scammers. We're going in right now. Mm. And I feel like I have to put it out on the line. It's kind of like you're playing the game on the line trying to get to the truth. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I want to get your thoughts on this whole on this whole article that I just read, though, man. Like, how do you? Man, you how know do you, how I feel about scammers. Yeah, you know how I go feel for about it. Scammers. The floor is yours, man. I, I can't stand scammers, son. Scammers, I put them because they are thieves bother me, but scammers represent a whole different type of hate that I have. I'm not gonna say hate, but, but scammers are thieves too. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. But they. They're thieves that won't even come up to you and take it to you in your face. These people are doing things behind your back and you don't even know that they're going on. I have two friends during the pandemic who had their information taken and people filing for unemployment in their name. Uh-huh. To me, this is a, a crime that should be punished by getting slashings and whips like from back in the day. Remember how they did Jesus back in the day? Wait, 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 wait. Did you just say you used you used to play Jesus back in the day? Did you? No, I said, do you remember how they did Jesus back in the day? Oh oh I see what you mean. When they whipped them. I think that <laughs> these scammers deserve oh the same God. type of fucking punishment, man. They oh man, stoned and whipped. They need old school punishment, not oh man, you know, going to prison. Like, come on, son. Imagine you working, working, you're, you're working, <laughs> and now some dude that don't even live in America. And let me not even be racist and say that these people come from one part of the world when we got uh, scammers coming from everywhere. But yeah. these guys are taking your information, applying for unemployment, and they're getting checks every single week in your name, even though you're out there working. That's crazy, right? 
Yeah. That's why they need to be stoned and flogged. Like, all those old school punishments. That's what they need, huh? Yeah. Not as crazy as this. I had to, man. What was that? This, this shit is so fucking frustrating. I had to, man. Yeah. This is the the sound you just heard. Um, be live and all the listeners out there is is it's about the things that's so terrible, and and then and this next topic is gonna attest to that too. So, so when you hear this again, it's basically talking about the terrible things and the terrible the shit and the stunts that's going on. So that's why I played it. As a sound effect. It took me a while for me to find that sound effect, man. That's, 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 that's. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one, man. Oh man. And, and speaking and speaking of crazy. Did you hear on Baller Alert that gang members unleashed 1,000 roaches into a restaurant? I went out to get a thousand roaches from. <laughs> this is where the article comes in to bowleralert.com. All right. What's the specifics? <laughs> so basically, what happened is, according to bowleralert.com, gang two gang members unleashed 1,000 cockroaches into a Taiwanese restaurant because oh. of an unpaid debt. Okay, this is getting a buzzer on this one, man. Oh. <laughs> this is a buzzer on this one, man. What is wrong with people, man? Why the hell you want to put roaches into a, a restaurant business establishment and all that other stuff? Unless it's unless it's the fucking unless it's the fucking mafia and some shit like that, then that's terrible, man. I'm sorry I had to play that music, but it's a terrible thing that they're doing. Mm, yes. And speaking of which, if bitch better have my money was what? a person, it would be these gangsters. According I can't to such words are coming out of your mouth, man. No, 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 no. No, the, the the phrase bitch better have my money is from a Rihanna song, man. Oh, okay. <laughs> you forgot? <laughs> I thought you was going in, man. I'm like, damn, son. Is G Money Stacks talking like this? No, it's from an article I'm reading. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. According to the Daily Mail, four men and one woman have been taken into custody after participating in an in an attack on a Taiwanese restaurant in Taipei called G House Taipei. Authorities have reportedly launched an investigation into two gangsters who threw 1,000 roaches into the food joint on Monday. Are you fucking kidding me? Come on, man. That's crazy. <laughs> and and one more time for this. <laughs> oh man, this is crazy. 
Oh man, man, listen, listen. So this is this is just crazy. Anyway, anyway. So a lot just me about about stop living in fear and everything. Well, listen, man. People are human. You think everything is all fucking rainbows and sunshines and shit? No, it's not, man. Like, come on. Let people be human, man. Not everybody's going to be happy every day. Come on, son. This is crazy. I hear you, though, man. But you still can't live in fear, son. You know what I mean? You know, a lot yeah, of times not, not everybody, is, not everybody has, not everybody has the courage and, and, and the bravery and the brave heart like Mel Gibson. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> we can't let the media sit out here and fool us, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's their job to sell fear, kid. Word. It's their job to sell fear. Oh boy. So police say they believe the act was done because the restaurant owners never paid the gang members back a debt he owed. CCTV footage shows two men wearing black coming into a restaurant, throwing bugs, and then running out. The bugs weren't reportedly small and appeared to be used to feed fish. Daily Mail reports that Taipei Police Commissioner Chen Cha Cheng said the incident was more than likely a response to the restaurant owner never turned up on his end of their unknown deal. Nevertheless, Chen said that the incident was violent and the people involved should be punished. Mm. Just like those fucking scammers and they fucking scamming contracts and shit, man. Right. <laughs> I forgot to mention that shit too. But I just did. <laughs> uh, anyway, your thoughts on this shit. Weird. Something ain't being said, you know what I mean? Uh, I feel like they hot and set now. You know what? What services, you know? Like what were they getting them back for? You know what I mean? What was the gang members trying to get them back for? I don't know. Like, I don't know what got into their minds in terms of trying to get, trying to get roaches. Where the hell do they find roaches anyway, man? That's what I'm trying. That's that's the mm -hmm. part that I'm not understanding. Exactly. <laughs> it's just ruin them. Yeah, the roaches just... ain't no. Everybody gonna tweet about that. Oh, look at the roaches. There's roaches everywhere, man. And that's why I can attest to that, though, man. Right. If you don't want to see roaches where you eat. Yeah, worse than worse than seeing a fucking shrimp tails in your cereal and a golden bullet from a golden gun in, in a fucking bag of Cheetos. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you probably heard me on episode 28 going in on the Cheetos motherfuckers. <laughs> how do you fucking how do you fucking not know that there's a fucking golden bullet in the fucking bag of chips of Cheetos, hot flame Cheetos, man? Are you serious? Come on. Exactly. They're trying to play us like we stupid, cuz. 
Oh shit. Oh shit, man. <laughs> hey man. And speaking of being pooped, speaking of which, and speaking of the juices, I don't know if you heard about this. Sacramento PD using new virtual reality training to learn from police involved shootings. Mm. Um, cops in California's capital are using technology to improve their training in the wake of several deadly police encounters across the country. And the hope is virtual reality translates to the real world. Sacramento Police Chief Dan- Daniel Hahn joined us, joined TMZ Live, and downloaded us to onto his department new training tool a virtual reality headset capable of recreating real police encounters in different environments han says the the vr training blends hypothetical situations officers might face in sacramento with lessons learned from the regular training program like implicit bias and intervention Telling us why it's improving to be an important training tool in the wake of George Floyd's murder. The technology sounds incredible. Not only can instructors place officers in different parts of town, but they can also play the, the virtual scenarios so the cops can see what worked and what didn't. It's pretty insightful conversation on what could be the future of police training after Derek Chauvin's murder conviction? You can, yeah. Um. Okay, so this article reminds me of a, of a recent episode of The Rookie, and and I bring and I bring this up because Brandon Routh's character plays he played a a. Sour rotten apple cop, and not to give away not to give away any spoilers for those who didn't see it, but let's just say, let's just say this dirty cop is getting something what he deserves on a fucking platter, kind of like what's going on right now. You know what I mean? Like, how do you feel about this whole virtual reality shit that's gonna? Improved training on the police forces. Uh, we gotta see how it's gonna work out, man. You know what I mean? As far as like, as far as like training people to like, you know, de-escalate situations as they play the, the virtual reality, um, um, you know, headset technology, like in different scenarios as practice. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, we'll see. You know, I mean, he might. <laughs> I don't know much what really to say about it. You know what I mean? Oh man, mm-hmm. <laughs> man. Real for real. I mean, I'm gonna say this though. I think the people in Sacramento mm-hmm. police force is actually that's actually not a bad idea. Mm. And the reason why, and the reason why I say it's not a bad idea is because you know they need to, they need to upgrade their training, as far as like you know, as far as like you know, 
not just biased, but like, you know, individuals who are fucking racist, of course, and try to, you know, you know, not know how to de-escalate a situation and maybe probably train them on the difference between a, a fucking taser and a fucking gun. A gun is heavy Thanks. compared to a taser is is light. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's right. what I'm saying, man. Right. <laughs> oh my goodness, man. I had to say it though, man. <laughs> oh my lord. You got to do what you got to do. You know, you got to say it. You got to say it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Um I know what you mean though. But let me uh let me see how much time we have. Oh, all right. Seems like seems like we covered mostly mostly five of everything. Um we did cover we did cover every topic that we discussed. So we're gonna go to a, a segment that I haven't done in a, in a long time called called Podcast Juice of the Week. A segment where we go through the Spotify and check out the and check out podcasts we suggest that you check out. And for starters, as I scroll through this Spotify on my tablet, um, let's let's make some picks right here, man. Okay, let's start with this one. Our first pick goes by an actor who used to be on Chicago PD and now she's a host of her podcast called Work in Progress. And the synopsis goes like this. Work in Progress with Sophia Butch, favorite actress from One Tree Hill, by the way, features frank, funny, personal, professional, and sometimes even political conversations with people who inspire Sophia about how they've gotten to where they are and where they think they are still going. These discussions stem from her aha moment of realizing you are allowed to be both a masterpiece and a work in progress simultaneously. Another pick of the week is Bully and the Beast. Mm. One of my favorite podcast shows to listen to. And it's with Wax and L'Oreal are the Bully and the Beast. But which one is which? You can catch them every week as they take calls from listeners for advice on sex, love, and life from podcasting funniest frenemies. Um, let's see. 
Let's see if I can find another podcast show that I could actually recommend here. Okay, I haven't listened to I haven't listened to this podcast in a minute, which is which is Lift Service by Angela Yee. And by the way, congratulations on her 300 episode. Wow. Now that's a heck of a milestone. And another podcaster which which I listen to is the Officially Street Podcast. They are about to reach their 300 milestone episode. So congrats to both Angela Yee alongside with the Officially Street Podcast that's reaching 300, which I'm looking forward to listening to. So so there you go. Um, go. I would have to do an applause for this one right here. And a little bit, and a little bit of this sound effect right here. Mm. All right. Syndicated radio... Radio star Angela Yee talks sex and relationships with the hottest stars in hip-hop and R&B. Join her and her friends each week as they co-stars into reviewing their most intimate and from the bedroom. It's hip-hop like you never heard before. Wowzers. (laughs) Okay. Um... Yeah, another one I would like to actually pick is Ain't Hard to Tell podcast. Sports journalist Brian Fasica and Dexter Henry talk about the latest in the world of sports music and pop culture in a podcast where it ain't hard to tell who keeps it real now i didn't now i that's the same it's the same name inspired by the the, the song by nas by the way and that's why they named it that so they inspired by nas so i give them that so so I'm gonna just give I'm gonna just give it up for these guys right here, man. That's one of my favorite podcast shows to ever listen to. So y'all could just go check that out as I give it the applause right about now. Okay. Overall, how did you feel about the episode, B Live? I thought it was great, man. Another good episode, man. You know, another one in the books. How about yeah. you? Episode 30 in the books, man. I didn't think we I didn't think this show was gonna make it that far, but but it's like it's like I come it's like I'll come up with like you know mad topics to mad topics to talk about that's not related to fucking politics. Not every episode gotta be about shootings and shit like that, though, man. We're just trying to, you know, show a sense of humor. Now, we don't try to be funny. We're funny in our own ways, like naturally, organically, and of course, 
part of it is about being ourselves because the the fact of the matter is we don't like to be controlled and clawed under under a company that tries to censor us. And we know how we feel about censorships and stuff like that that we're not cool with, right, B Love? Facts. <laughs> this is why you never gonna hear me sign a fucking contract or anything like that, though, man. It took me a while for me to learn how to produce a show like this. Mm. I didn't know the long process behind it, though. But as far as like adding credits and stuff, I didn't know that was part of producing too. Mm-hmm. When you so first started, when you first started your the when y'all first started um in the radio and stuff like that, how long did it take for you guys to produce the show, and what was the process behind it? I just wanted to put it on the internet so people could see it, and just wanted it to be the best that it could look. I started, <laughs> up for, you know, for it to be that way, you know. Oh man, how do you like them apples, man? So, I mean, you never thought about being a producer? No, nah, not really. You know, you just mm-hmm. find yourself doing that type of work, and that's who you become, kid. You know, life has a way of calling you. Mm. Yeah, you could. Yeah, you could say that. <laughs> oh man, yeah, you could say that. Yes, sir. Um, I think that's going to conclude this show today. Um, if you like to be a guest and for interviews, as far as whether you are a music artist of being a rapper, singer, black owned trendsetter that has a business, not to mention, not to mention before I forget radio personalities, podcast hosts like myself that has a show. Also, also, um, if you have any topic ideas alongside with a chain letter that you want us to read on the air that you need advice on, feel free to go to the go to the email right here on this YouTube video ch- uh, page right here, which is off the meat rat chains and why podcast at gmail.com. That's off the meat rat chains and why podcast at gmail.com. Now, when you go to the Instagram of the podcast page you're going to see the word email you type in your email next to the word from don't worry about typing the whole the whole name of the podcast because that's already that's already going to be there so you don't have to worry about that one right there that's already provided to you right there um also if you'd like to make a charitable charitable donation to support off the meat rat change new york podcast for his milestone 30 30 episodes, 30 episodes extravaganza. All you gotta do is all you gotta do is go to the link tree slash G Money Stacks 555, and you're gonna see support the podcast by making a gener- by making a donation. And it's gonna take you to an area where it asks for debit cards. Also, another way you can donate money is through by Cash App, which is dollar sign G Money Stacks 555. That's dollar sign G M O N E Y S T A C K Z 555. Now, we're not asking you to break the bank to make us happy. 
All you have to do is just do your best and what you can afford. Now, where you can where you can listen to the podcast episodes. Here we go. So podcast episodes that you can listen to on the on the go with with streaming choices such as Podorama, Anchor, Spotify, Audio Burst, Deezer, TuneIn, Player FM, Podchaser. By the way, you can show some love with a five-star rating on Podchaser. That way it'll help us it'll help us keep the show running. And send out some positive vibes and some love too. Stitcher, Pocket Cast, Podcast Addict, Breaker, Listen Notes, Google Podcasts. And also, please don't forget to don't forget that Often Meet Rat Chains New York Podcast is on Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and the last streaming choice, the YouTube. All you gotta do is subscribe to the YouTube channel. Click the notification bell so you can so you can be reminded on upcoming episodes, previous recorded episodes that's posted onto the channel, alongside with alongside with leaving a like and a comment, alongside with the t- with the topics of the episodes that we've done and discussed. And don't forget to download your favorite episodes that you that you like with the topics that we discussed. Something that makes you laugh. Something that puts a smile on your face from a bad day, whether it's a bad hair day, whatever it may be. You know what I'm saying? Like, like go ahead and do your part. And share this podcast with your friends. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Spread the word along with the audio streaming platforms to everybody that you know that's listening to it right now. So, where can people find you, B-Life? You already know, In The Loop Films. Out there on Instagram, also uh, at B-Life, out there on YouTube. You already know it is live, man. Yeah. And you could and you can also follow me on the gram, which is G Money Stacks 555 in Queens, New York, alongside with the podcast page on Facebook and Instagram, all in one word with the same name, off the meat rat change NY Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. And alongside with my primary username, which I just mentioned, G Money Stacks 555 in Queens, New York. So with that being said, I would like to say this has been a, that's this has been an awesome episode, and thank you to every single current listener and new listeners that joined us on the show today. And and with that and with that being said, this deserves an applause for reaching thirty episodes, and we will continue to grow more. So stay tuned for the next episode. So as we applaud right now.
All right, with that being said, that's B Live. I'm G Money Stacks, and thank you all for listening, tuning in, and rocking with us. And and one more thing before I go, I want to leave with a positive note on this one. I know everybody has a dream. If you, I know everybody has a dream of what career they want to be in. But if you have a dream of being a podcaster, host, radio personality, radio personality, or any other career fears whatsoever, but you want to be a podcaster like myself, go follow your dreams. Don't let no clown burgers stop you from from achieving your goals and dreams. And I say this with a passion and dear to my heart and soul. Any inspiring quotes or motivational quotes you want to you want to say before we shut down? Yep, two tears in the bucket. Epic. Let's take it to the stage. <laughs> yeah, that that right there. Wait, what does that really mean, though, man? I'll just give it an explosion. That's P Funk, man. You know they made an out. They made a song. I was coming at all the other artists who was um making music like that. So they did house party, and um that's the line that my man George Clinton had in it. So shout out to them. <laughs> oh man, wait a minute, wait a minute. Did you just say George Clinton or Bill Clinton? Yeah, George Clinton. George, um, what's the name? The artist, you know, P Funk. You know them, P Funk, Funkadelic. Yeah, Funkadelic. <laughs> Shit, never. I never heard of them though, man. Come on, man. You heard of Funkadelic? No, you know really. their songs. Maybe you just don't know who they are, but you heard their songs. <laughs> yeah, I wish, man. But anyway, man. But anyway, like I said, man, thank you for listening, tuning in, rocking with us. Um, and if you miss any previous episodes of the of Off the Meat Rat Chains New York podcast, don't worry, I got you. It's gonna this this recording is gonna be posted on my YouTube page, so don't worry about that. If you miss any episodes, don't worry, I I, I always got your back, and that is a fact. So that's be live. I'm G Money Stacks. Thank you so much for not giving up on this show. Without you guys, we would not made it to 30 episodes. Let's see we could do we'll see we could do more. So so one love and peace out. I'm going to end it off with this. Listen. If you like what you heard, all you got to do is follow the podcast, comment about the topics and what you thought about the episodes of Off the Meat Rat Chains New York podcast on Facebook and Instagram so you can be a part of the discussions for each topic every week. Plus, if you would like to be a guest co-host to chime in on topics, topic ideas, interviews, whether you are a rapper, singer black owned trendsetter that has a business 
producer, actor, actress, doctor, DJ, VJ, radio personality, podcast host, other career fields. Need advice that you want us to read on the air like a chain letter about anything. You can email the show at off the meat rat chains ny podcast at gmail.com. O F F T H E M E A T R A C K C H A I N Z M Y P O D C A S T at gmail.com. Now, where you can follow us is on Facebook and Instagram, which is all in one word, which is off the meat rat chains NY podcast. Alongside with my Instagram handle, gmoneystacks555 in Queens, New York. That's G-M-O-N-E-Y-S-T-A-C-K-Z 555-I-N-Q-U-E-E-N-S-N-Y. That's gmoneystacks555 in Queens, New York. Now, in case you miss any of the episodes, don't worry, I got you. You can download your favorite episodes, like, subscribe, show the podcast some love with a five-star rating. We show our realness as far as the subjects being discussed in the conversations we have in each episode of the podcast. Inspire, motivate, sense of humor is an important key here because I believe laughter is the best medicine when it comes to dark times. We want the show to be the safety net of putting a smile on your faces, whether it's having bad days, losses of loved ones, work, and other difficult challenges. The show will be there for you no matter what you are going through. You are not alone in this case. Be sure to comment on the episodes with the topics, share the podcast and streaming platforms of, of Anchor, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, Breaker, Deezer, PocketCast, Podchaser, Listen Notes, Player FM, Podorama, Podcast Addict, Google Podcasts, Audio Burst. And don't forget, you can find Off the Meat Rat Chains New York podcast on Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and the YouTube. Plus, don't forget to subscribe to the channel page, G Money Stats 555. Click on the notification bell so you can be reminded of when Off the Meat Rat Chains New York podcast goes on the air live. Upcoming live stream episodes, previous recorded episodes, like, Comment on the episodes with the topics. Share the podcast, including the streaming services, with your friends. I'm Gene Money Stacks, and thank you all for listening, tuning in, sticking around with us, and watching us on YouTube. And let's keep the views going and the subscribers going on the YouTube. Thank you. One love.